Friday, we're getting closer. I mean, you want to say, you know, the guys always say, ring the bell already because, you know, the market keeps selling off and that you get this anxiety of the selling that's occurring at this point now because um, we're down about 800 points on the Dow. I want to take a look in the middle of earnings season at American Express. Came out with its quarterly numbers. We have our pros here. Uh, Kristen Oz with us, senior equity research analyst at Piper Sandler, and Michael Miller, equity analyst at Morningstar. So, Chris, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on what you heard from American Express? Yeah, we thought it was was a good quarter, not a surprising quarter, but a good quarter. We've been expecting American Express to show some recoveries in the consumer side with travel and entertainment spending. And that picked up nicely from a year ago, as you might imagine, with a relatively easy compare with the, uh, with the pandemic. But we're also seeing some nice growth in the small and medium-sized enterprise businesses for Amex. We're seeing some growth in their loan portfolio. Then they did a nice job of picking up on card fees. So it looks like consumers are still happy to, to sign on with American Express and sign on to a fee that, that has a, an annual component to it. So uh, I feel like American Express has some nice revenue tailwinds right now, and that those should continue for the foreseeable uh, few quarters here. So feel pretty good about American Express. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because, you know, there are those who are willing to pay the fees and those who aren't. So, Michael, I'll start with you on American Express. But, gentlemen, I definitely want to expand it out to the other, the rest of the payment space. Michael, what did you think? Did you think it was a good quarter, good enough with spending higher? Yeah, definitely. It was a you know, very strong quarter and it's really been part of a string of good quarters in American Express has uh, shown. Um, for a lot of the reasons that he mentioned, you know, total spending volume was up 35% with travel spending up 121% year over year. So, you know, there's really, there is clear signs of pent up demand for travel spending and we're starting to see that recovery spread into the international consumer space and a little bit into corporate travel. That'll probably be a slow and partial normalization process. All right. And Chris, what do you think about American Express versus the other names in the space? Um, you know, obviously there's the direct competitors with the likes of Visa and MasterCard and all that. And then you have the fintech payment space, which is really up and coming without a doubt, right? Like the likes of Block, for example, right. or PayPal. Right. So we think uh, in the current environment, we like American Express, partly because they're aligned with uh, high-end consumers, you know, higher income consumers who seem right now in the current macro environment to be doing better. One thing you see in, in the data out of Visa and MasterCard is the growth in debit spending in the United States has been slower. That tends to be households with lower lower income than your typical American Express card carrier. So we think American Express is well situated that way. And then when you look at a, a Visa, MasterCard, even a PayPal, those are global businesses that generate uh, around half or more of their revenue outside the United States one thing we like right now is American Express generates only around 10% of its revenue from Europe. And we've got some concerns about how Europe might unfold in the coming year. Uh, but for American Express, that's less of a concern than, say, uh, with a MasterCard where Europe represents around 30% of the payment volume. Right, right. So, And you have an overweight and a 202 price target, Chris, right? Is that correct? That's right. That's right, yeah. dynamic. And yeah. Michael, how about you? Tell me on American Express um, where you stand as far as the investment there versus some of the other players that I mentioned. 
Um, we see them as fairly evenly uh, spaced out. Um, right now, we do have a price target around 173 on Amex, and a lot of that's really the concerns around uh, membership reward spending. Uh, luxury cards are still a very competitive space. You saw Capital One get involved very recently, and we think they're going to have to keep spending to um, attract and retain cardholders. And so you see, the question and is. Sorry, I thought you paused because I was going to say, what about, you know, if you have the cardholders willing to spend, because you did note that there was spending, you know, are they going to do American Express or something else or both? Michael? Yeah, no, so it's um, cardholders seem to be willing to spend really across the board. Now, American Express is benefiting, you know, substantially from that tailwind of increased travel spending. But we've seen, you know, credit and debit card spending up around low to mid 20% from most major issuers that report so far. Um, so this is really a great environment for everybody and American Express is getting a little bit of an extra tailwind because they have that travel focus and because travel demand is so high right now. Yeah, I just want to be super clear. Which one is your favorite buy, strong buy? Chris, is it American Express or something else? Uh, so there's a handful of, of payments companies that we have at Overweight. American Express is one, and it is definitely one we like here. Uh, we've least recently launched coverage on Adyen, the European processor, really like that story. And on a smaller cap side, D Local, which is a, um, a payment processor, more towards emerging markets, which certainly has its risks, but certainly also comes with a whole lot of growth opportunities. So um those are all kind of different names depending on the your focus between growth and value american express to me seems like a safe place to be these days though chris and michael thank you so very very much chris Donat, senior equity research analyst at piper sandler and michael miller equity analyst at morningstar